pray together. <clears throat> Lord God, thank you that in this dark world, with its many sadnesses, there is reason to rejoice. There is good news, because as we have sung about, Christ the Lord has come. You've sent your Son, who was in very nature God, but willing to become a man. Thank you he took on the name Jesus, which means Saviour, and came out of love for people who needed to be saved rescued from all the wrong that's inside us. Please may his good news be clear this evening, be believed by us this evening, and may we worship him. In his name we pray. Amen. Our first reading is a prophecy from 700 years before Christ to a nation ruined by war that told them peace and hope would come through a child to be born. Readings from Isaiah chapter 9. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who are in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the future, he will honour Galilee of the Gentiles by the way of the sea along the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the shadow of death, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as men rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar that across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. 
Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness. From that time on and forever, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. That reading told us the child to be born would be in David's royal family. And let's so sing our next carol once in royal David city.
We have heard a prophecy of the child who would be born, and our next reading is about him being born. Matthew 1, 18-25 This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is, what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Soon after that story, Luke's Gospel tells us that shepherds came at night to see the newborn baby. We are now going to sing about that night in our next carol, Silent Night. Silent night, holy Dawn of redeeming. 
Children, those in the building and those at home, Joseph, our minister, is hopefully now going to tell you a little story. Thank you, Peter. I hope everyone can hear me. I'm, I'm afraid stuck here at home because we've got a positive COVID test in our house. But I, I was ready to speak to you at the carol service and I thought I still want to do so. And I'm really disappointed not to be there with you. But I hope you're all hearing me and uh, seeing me, not claiming to be a pleasant sight to see. But I've got something good to tell you. And children, I was hoping to get you to the front and get you involved in the story I've got to tell. But sadly, I can't do that. But I hope you're still going to listen up to a story. The story's about a girl. Let's call her Freya. And let's have a picture of Freya on the screen. Here it comes. There's Freya. She's a girl of, I don't know, you'll have to guess. You'll have a better guess than me what sort of age she is. But Freya's birthday was coming up. Her birthday was going to be in March. And she was excited because her dad had promised her she could go with her friends to, well, let's show you where. Let's have the next picture up on the screen. Hopefully there's a picture. There it is. Now, children, do you know where that is? Can you have a guess where that is? It's Alton Towers. Her dad said she could go with her friends to Alton Towers for her birthday in March. And he got it planned. He got the tickets. He paid for it all. And he promised he would take her. Ah, oh, she was so looking forward to going to Alton Towers. And she counted down the dates. It got into February. Then March came. She was counting the days down. It was nearly her birthday. And then guess what happened? I wonder if you can guess. It was March 2020. Oh, no. Covid came. Alton Towers shut. She couldn't go. Her dad had promised. He planned. He paid. But he couldn't do anything about it. There wasn't a single thing he could do. Sometimes our plans get messed up. Sometimes promises get broken. What's this got to do with Christmas? Oh, God had a plan. God made a promise. He would send a king who would rescue us from all that's going wrong, all that's wrong with us. But the plan looked like it would never happen. So many things made it look like God would have to break his promise. I'll give you two examples. There was a wicked queen. Let's have a picture of the wicked queen. She was called Queen Athaliah. You might never have heard of her. She's not very famous, but she was a wicked queen. And she killed all the family that God said this king would come through. He said the king would come from the royal family of David. We've just been singing about them. But they all got killed by Queen Athaliah. God's promise has failed. His plan's gone wrong. Well, no, actually, she thought she killed them. But God was in control and one little baby boy got saved and the family continued. Later, there was a cruel king. You've probably heard of him. He was called Herod. Let's have a picture of him. There's wicked King Herod. This is much later. And Jesus had been born. And Herod heard there's a new king born. No, he didn't like that because he was king. He wasn't having any other kings around. And he tried to get the baby Jesus killed. But God was in control and Jesus' family escaped to Egypt. You see, people make plans and promises. Sometimes they don't happen. Things like COVID stop them. But nothing stops God's 
plans and promises. You can trust him. Keep listening, children, because later on I'm going to tell you a bit more about God's plans and promises and how much you can trust him. But now we're going to sing again. And children, I think this is a song you probably know. So I hope you're going to sing up for us. I hope the adults are going to join in too. We'll stay sitting down for this one and sing Away in a Manger. king that Joseph mentioned, Herod, comes up in our next reading. Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw the star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the peoples, chief priests, and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from him the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star that had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. And coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. 
Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Our next tarot takes us from the Son of God coming into this world to a prayer for him to come into our lives. A little town of Bethlehem. with you and you're back with me as far as I can see on my screen I am and I hope you're all able to hear me okay. Now I wonder have you got your Christmas shopping done? If you're like me a bit of a last minute person with Christmas shopping you've got an extra difficulty this year which is will the shops have what you want? Will the internet firms deliver it on time if that's the way you do it? 
we've been so used to getting what we want, when we want it for years now, that life's got a little less predictable. The uh, shop shelves are a little more empty. And Christmas has got quite a bit more uncertainty hanging over it. Yes, Boris has promised us, hasn't he? It will be a better Christmas than last year. Well, I wonder if you're expecting that or not. Uh, how's it looking for you? Hopefully, we will be less restricted than last year and be able to get to see people. But we're not sure at the moment, are we? It's all so uncertain. A couple of months ago, it was looking like we were moving out of COVID. Restrictions were behind us. And Christmas was looking quite safe. And now, well, well, it's looking a lot less certain now. Um, it's an example of this that I'm not able to come to the carol service. I, I got it prepared. I was expecting to lead it. It was all looking good until last night. Someone in my house tested positive for COVID. These two years past, we've just had such a lot of uncertainty. There's so many things we value. Christmas, our health, our money, our ability to get out and see who we want, when we want, being with those who we love, even just staying alive. It's, it's all looked a lot less certain. And maybe you're wondering, is everything out of control? Is there anything that can give me some security, some certainty or even some hope? Something to look forward to. Well, the answer is yes. Yes, there is. There is what we call the Christmas story. In other words, the account of Jesus being born tells us God's in control. And that's good news. That's what I was trying to tell to the children just a few minutes ago. Let me tell you a bit more about it. We read at the start of this carol service a prophecy from 700 years ago. Sorry, 700 years before Jesus was born, 2,700 years ago. And it was God promising a child would be born, a son would be given who would change the world. Then we read from Matthew's gospel and Matthew in his gospel was keen to point out the details God controlled, like Jesus coming at the time of a Roman census. Yes, a Roman emperor commanded it, but God controlled it. What was God up to? Well, that census meant that Mary, who was a native of Nazareth, would travel to Bethlehem. And so the prophecies that Jesus would be a native of Nazareth, but born in Bethlehem, royal David city, would both be fulfilled. If we'd read on beyond the passage that Jean just read to us a moment ago, we would have found God in control protecting the baby from King Herod, who was trying to kill him. And in the same time, fulfilling yet more prophecies about how the promised king would live in and be brought out of Egypt. Many, many more examples could be given. And they're all telling us God is in control, keeping his promises, working out his plan. He isn't just some distant force in the sky. But he's involved in this world. In fact, Jesus is God involved in this world. We sang in once in Royal David City. He came down from earth, from to earth, from heaven, who is God and Lord of all. And we read in Matthew's gospel, you shall call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Here is good news. 
in this world where so much you thought you could rely on has proved over these last two years to be unreliable. Here's the good news. You can rely on God. Now, it's going to sound like I'm going to change subject now, but I'm not. It's the same subject, but viewed from a different angle. So here's the same subject from a different angle. I wonder, when do you start to feel Christmassy? Maybe it's when the tree goes up or the lights go on. I think for me as a child, well, I remember Christmas Eves and candles being lit and getting out these brightly coloured books and hearing. It was the night before Christmas when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. And oh, that made me feel Christmas. And that gave such a good feeling. Is the Christian message that I've been telling you just like that? Is it just a story to make us feel good? And then on the 2nd of January, we've got to go back to reality. And we can, we have to move on from just the stories to make us feel nice. No, no. The Christian message isn't just like that. Because the Christian message faces up to reality. It's so different from the stories that make us feel nice because it's realistic. It's not like Slade. I'm sure you know Slade, don't you? So here it is. Merry Christmas. Everybody's having fun. The Christian message recognises a lot of people aren't having fun. Because this world has been spoiled by what the Bible calls sin. That is humans refusing to go God's way. And that causes trouble. And the Bible is also realistic about where that trouble is. I wonder if you're going to watch any Christmas films. I like the sort of films where you can feel righteous indignation against the baddies. Because you can feel you're the good guy and they're the baddies. And so you can enjoy feeling indignation at them. Well, the Christian message is much more realistic than that because it says we are the baddies. We are the ones spoiling this world by refusing to do things God's way. The Christian message is realistic. It's realistic. To give you another example, it isn't like the Christmas special of Call the Midwife, where all the problems are sorted out by the end of the programme. It's just a bit too simple to be realistic, a bit too easy. The Christian message is actually it isn't easy. The problem is so big and it is so deep inside us that Jesus, God's son, had to come and die to take the punishment we deserve. It's good news that God is in control. Covid is showing up that we really need that. And it isn't just another feel good story at Christmas time. And the biggest reason The biggest reason is it's true. It's true. If you peel away the tinsel and the traditions and you get back away from there must be a donkey and it must have been in the bleak winter with lots of snow. Get back to what the Bible actually says. And you find it's a historical account. It was written by eyewitnesses. They had the evidence to convince others that what they were saying actually happened. And right back then, in the early years when Jesus had only just died, they convinced thousands that this was true, that they'd seen it. They could provide the evidence. And they kept to their claims 
and convince thousands despite many losing their jobs, their reputations, even sometimes their lives for those claims. In the 2000 years since then, many have challenged, many have investigated those claims, and the more evidence that's been found, the more it's been seen to be historical facts. And so I want Simply This Evening to encourage you, take it seriously. Find out about Jesus. He's more than just a feel-good story. He was a man in history who was God become man and demonstrates that God is in control. God has a plan to deal with the troubles of this confusing world. It's, it's like last year, another rather anxious, unpredictable lead up to Christmas again. But in this world full of uncertainty and unreliability, Jesus is the one you can rely on. Please do find out about him. Find out he is the one you can rely on and put your trust in him. In a few minutes, Alistair, one of our leaders here at the church, will tell you how you can find out a bit more about this. And if you're still sceptical, because it is a big claim to believe how you can do some more investigating. But first of all, we're going to sing one last carol. And it's a bold one. It's a joyful one with good reason, because I hope you'll notice this line. It tells us about God and sinners reconciled.
pray to finish our time together. Let's all pray. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this time together. We thank you for what we've heard from your word and the carols that we've sung, which remind us of biblical truth. We do thank you that in this uncertain and confusing life that we can rely on you, that we can rely on your promises. Uh, We do pray that you would please persuade everyone who has listened this evening that Jesus is the demonstration that we can rely on you and that we can trust in your promises. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.